Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana, and I am so excited that you've opted to join us this Tuesday, June 6, 2017. We are live now, and I would like to welcome you to a brand new week and a brand new broadcast for us. I trust you're having a great week thus far. Can you believe it? We are already at the first Tuesday of June. And, of course, 2017 is here and well underway. Now, stay with us for the upcoming months for more original programming and balanced news talk. We do have some unique and very engaging content aimed to keep you informed. Now, please remember that we offer quality and professional news talk in a very congested and busy industry. Now, if this happens to be your very first time tuning in, I certainly welcome you. And remember that you can go back and listen to any segment of this episode or the entire episode, again, at your convenience. Simply visit www.ltaradio.com. We offer podcast episodes at your convenience. We recognize that you have very busy professional and personal lives, so we still want to keep you informed. Now, Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton Radio Show is a national award-winning family talk program that offers news talk for every member of your household, regardless of generation. Over the past four years, we've had the amazing opportunity to present exclusive interviews on so many versatile topics with the leading experts and celebrity guests out there. Now, we will continue to cover issues related to health, law, politics, education, business, finance, leadership, music, and pop culture, and so much more. Now, right now, I would ask that you please hashtag LTA Radio. Use the hashtag LTA Radio, all caps or lowercase, on your favorite social media outlet. And this way, we'll know that you're out there, and we certainly will find you and follow back. And it also allows your family, friends, colleagues, or anyone you happen to be connected to on social media, it lets them know that you're out there, okay, and they know about Let's Talk America Radio, your very own original quality balanced news talk program. Well, everyone, it is Tuesday night, and we are set to impress and inform you with information that matters. Let's get informed with the trending issues. First off, have you ever heard of gout? Well, it's no laughing matter, but many patients are ashamed and embarrassed by it, and that means they don't get the help they need. Approximately 8.3 million Americans have gout, a chronic progressive inflammatory arthritic condition that is caused by too much uric acid in the bloodstream. And some symptoms can include sudden and severe episodes of pain, stiffness, swelling, redness, and even tenderness. Join us tonight as we speak with Dr. Christopher Parker. Chief of Rheumatology at Austin Diagnostic Clinic, and a real-life chronic gout patient, Gary, 
Now, this segment will enlighten and educate us all. Also, are you considering sprucing up your house this summer? Well, you may not realize how psychology, that's right, and science may affect your color choices for your painting projects. Where the world just recognized National Painting Week, we talked to color psychologist Dr. Sally Augustine and Sue Wadden, Director of Color Marketing at Sherwin-Williams, tonight for some timely information. Stay tuned in, especially if you own a home or are considering purchasing a home anytime soon. And speaking of residency, a high rental occupancy is a part of the latest housing trend across the U.S. Now, recent reports show there could be as many as 7 million additional rental households this decade. The one and only Stephanie Perrier-Helling, president of the National Apartment Association Education Institute, joins us tonight to discuss what this may mean for your living arrangements and even your career. Stay with us. And lastly, National Women's Health Week was recognized just a few weeks ago. The nationwide initiative aimed to promote the importance of female wellness. We recently spoke with Women's Health Magazine's Jenna Tor, and she shared some timely information. You want to stay with us to hear her segment. Well, as you can see, it's an amazing show. It's a brief one, but it's right on time for someone. Remember that Let's Talk America Radio offers balanced news talk, and we offer the information you want to know more about. So tomorrow morning at the water cooler or when you're just speaking with one of the other parents on the playground, you know exactly what's going on in the world. Remember, in mere seconds, we will feature our signature in the news, and this is where we highlight the latest trending news of the hour, and it has been very busy. We're all about timely news, great talk, and phenomenal music. And tonight, I'm excited to present the tunes of the one and only Florida-based musician, Terry V. So stay with us for the entire program, or if you have to jump off because you are running into the grocery store or you have to catch a phone call, no worries. Just remember to go back and listen to the replay podcast episode at your convenience. And again, simply visit www.ltaradio.com. Well, stay with us. Let's Talk America Radio is on now. And remember to send a quick message, inbox someone on Twitter or Facebook, and let them know that we are ready to go and deliver the news talk you want to hear. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. We offer news talk and music. Hello, everyone. I'm Latasha Matthews from Columbia, South Carolina, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Hi, I'm Nikki Smith. I'm in Dallas, Texas, and I love listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. I love the fact that it's a family-friendly show, and it has great guests, it has great music submissions, and I think she's doing a wonderful job, and I will continue to support it, and I encourage you to as well. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hey, how you doing? This is L. Hustle from Detroit, Michigan. You're now tuning into the Let's Talk America with your host, Shannon Thornton. Hi, this is Carol from Atlanta, Georgia, and I listen to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Read with us. Avant-Garde Books is a new, independent, online bookseller that offers a wide variety of literature for readers of all ages. We sell new and used books for great prices. Tired of huge shipping costs? Customers save money with us because shipping is absolutely free no matter where you are in the world. And with our customer rewards program, you can earn free books throughout the year. Ready to read? Go to A-B-A-N-T-G-A-R-D-E books.net to save you time and money. Again, that's A-B-A-N-T-G-A-R-D-E books.net. Read. Be enlightened. Be transformed with avantgardebooks.net. 
Welcome back, everyone. With each episode, of course, I would like to thank our national sponsors and advertisers. Your support makes all of the difference. Continue to stick with us. Now, if you have an organization and you are interested in innovation collaboration with an award-winning popular radio talk show, simply send us an email at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, send us a quick message at admin at ltaradio.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Also, we always have to thank our weekly listeners. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Now, many of you do listen to the live broadcast to stay informed, but some of you always go back and listen to the replay podcast because you don't have the opportunity to sit and listen live on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight time and we love both of it okay so thank you so much and also thank you for the feedback and also telling others about our program we have gotten the messages from new listeners and they often say that someone has told them about the show continue to stay with let's talk america radio okay because we are continuing to produce original segments that keep you informed with the latest trending news out there and we are not afraid to go into arenas that other programs have not okay 27 17 is set, and we have so much more for you. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature in the news, and this is where we highlight the trending news of the day, and of course, it's been a very busy day, and we are set to deliver some news. Now, keep in mind that Let's Talk America Radio has collaborated with the one and only SCB-TV Channel 182 on the Charter Network out of Georgia, and there we present the televised edition of In the News. Now, if you are sitting in St. Louis, Illinois, and you're saying, Shana, I'm nowhere near Georgia, and I can't watch that broadcast. Uh, No worries. Yes, you can. Simply visit LTARadio.com. Visit LTARadio.com, and you can click on the Vimeo link to watch our televised edition of In the News. That website has a lot of great information, and you're going to love it. Well, everyone, we are set to deliver the news for Tuesday, June 6, 2017. In the news, U.S. President and former FBI Director. Now, former FBI Director James Comey will appear before the Senate Intelligence Committee this week. Now, federal lawmakers are seeking answers as to whether Comey believes President Donald Trump intended to obstruct his rushing probe prior to his termination in May as head of the FBI. Now, Deputy Attorney General Ron Rosenstein will testify as well, yet separate from Comey. We will keep you posted as more details emerge. In the news, deadly Orlando shooting. A gunman described as a disgruntled former employee of Yama Incorporated in Orlando, Florida, shot and killed five employees before killing himself on Monday morning. Police believe the shooter targeted his victims and had a negative relationship with at least one of the victims. The five deceased victims include a grandfather and father. Stay with us for more coverage. And finally, in the news, Apple and car safety. The words do not disturb while driving will appear on Apple's iOS 11, a new version of the operating software for Apple's mobile devices. Now, whenever the phone is connected to a car using either Bluetooth or cable, or if the car is moving, the phone will withhold any notifications of text messages or news updates. Now, if someone happens to text you while you are driving your vehicle, the phone can respond with an automatic message telling them you're driving and can't respond just now. 
Now, we will see how Apple users respond. What are your thoughts about this news stories or the others we highlighted in our edition of In the News tonight? Let me know your thoughts by way of Twitter. Join me there. The handle is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Our handle on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N, S-S Thornton. And you want to join us on Twitter because it's a great way to stay informed with the latest news 24 hours a day, okay? We keep you informed. Speaking of informed in mere minutes, I'm so excited to discuss a health subject that so many people avoid discussing, even though it happens to be in their family. I'm talking about the G word, gout. And we have a medical expert on. He wants to break it all down and let you know there are some new treatment options in 2017. Maybe you've been misinformed on gout. Well, we're here to set the story straight. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. We offer news, talk, and music. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for our Inspirational Corner, and this is where we highlight one pretty motivational statement intended to help you through your week, and it's right on time for someone. Well, tonight's quote comes from the one and only Greek philosopher Aristotle, who once said, quality is not an act, it is a habit. Once again, Aristotle once said, quality is not an act, it's a habit. And you know what? I think this statement, even though it is very old in age, certainly continues to be true and it speaks for itself. So often we look for the secret to success or the magic formula to bring it all together. And I think so often it really boils down to consistency. What steps are we doing repeatedly, okay? So it's not, hey, I wake up today and that's it. I'll never have to do this action again. We often have to certainly put it all into practice. And that's what they call a habit. Aristotle had it right even that many years ago. Well, everyone, stay with us because we are now focusing on something that still continues continues to be relevant in 2017, and it happened to be around in Aristotle's day as well. I'm talking about gout. We will put the focus on it in mere seconds. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio, where we offer news, talk, and music. So far from you. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix. Dot com slash gospel singer and you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton. Yeah. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, National Gout Awareness Day is May 22nd, 2017, and if you're like most people, the word gout can bring up images of a medieval disease that afflicted obese, wealthy people. Well, misunderstandings like this can cause embarrassment for someone diagnosed with this very painful form of inflammatory arthritis. Now, here to separate myths from the facts is Dr. Christopher Parker, Chief of Rheumatology at Austin Diagnostic Clinic and chronic gout patient. Gary, welcome both of you to the program. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Shanna. I'm very excited and honored to have you on. First, Dr. Parker, I have to ask you this. Like I mentioned at the top of the segment, there's a lot of misunderstandings and myths about gout. What exactly is gout and what causes it? Sure. So gout is caused 
from a normal waste product in the body called uric acid. Everybody has uric acid. And in some people, the uric acid level is so high that it deposits in the joints and causes intermittent, horrible, even destructive flare-ups of arthritis. That very thing that will get patients to get diagnosed. They'll oftentimes go to an emergency room. It hurts so bad because their foot or ankle or toe or knee is just swollen and painful. So that's, that's what it is. Wow. And so, I see. So the type of arthritis, and I know you mentioned, you went out on us just for a few seconds. I know you said that people often end up in the ER with swollen uh, joints or limbs, if you will. What other symptoms is it? I mean, if, is it possible for you to describe the pain for someone that may be a novice and they're sitting in San Diego and they're like, but, I mean, would I know it instantly? Is it a tingling feeling or is it sort of a, a throbbing pain? Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh in on that, and then I'm going to have Gary weigh in on it because he, he, he's had gout in many, many therapies through the years. So patients describe me not numbness or tingling or burning. They will, they will often limp in or wheel in on a wheelchair or crutch in and say, the doctor feels like I broke my foot or had a soldier oh, wow. help me when I was in the Army. I've been shot before. I've passed wow. through that stuff on Sunday picnic compared to what's happening down here in my foot. So it's horrendous pain. And I'm like, Gary's first hand on that. Okay, yeah, thank you, Gary. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah, I've actually lived with gout since my early 20s. I'm 47 oh. now. Um, and okay. for a while, I ignored my gout. You know, I just didn't take it seriously. Um, but as the years went on, the attacks became more prevalent and the pain increased. And speaking towards the pain, if, <clears throat> if you have gout, you know what I'm talking about. When the, the flare-up happens, it is so intense. It feels like someone's actually inside my body with a pitchfork, and they're jabbing that pitchfork right into oh, my, wow. uh, my joint. It affects every single fiber of my body. Um, literally, there were some nights when I would cry myself to sleep in the bed. Oh, my. Um, the joint gets so sensitive that if you, for instance, have the fan blowing overhead, you can actually feel that wind on your toe, and it would hurt. You know, wow. and, and these attacks would happen, and they last for, you know, a couple weeks at a time. I see. Um, so about five years ago, I decided to take gout on seriously. I went and sought after a rheumatologist, and that's when I met Dr. Parker. And uh, we sat down, and we came up with a game plan to manage gout. Uh, before, gout was managing my life, and here I am five years later. I now manage gout, and it's a whole different story now. Wow, what a, what a great success story, but thank you for eloquently describing your journey with gout. I have to ask you this, Dr. Parker, how prevalent is gout? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. So gout is actually a quite common illness. So in men, uh, this type of arthritis, gout arthritis, is the most common type of arthritis once you get past normal wear and tear. So normal wear and tear is called osteoarthritis. The next most common is going to be gout. Uh, the other myth that I wanted to spell is women can get gout, too, no doubt about it. Um, women are actually protected from gout during their childbearing age years, but when they hit menopause and the estrogen levels fall, your estrogen levels will rise, and then they can get gout. So if you add those two groups together, men and women, especially women over, uh, over 50, meaning menopause age, um, that's over 8 million people in the United States. Oh, wow. So that is a lot of people. I know you mentioned both men and women are, uh, can be uh, 
prone to have it, but you're saying a lot of women tend to be protected during those childbearing uh, years when estrogen yeah. is being used. But, but let me ask you this. Is there anyone specifically more at risk to have gout? I know obviously men, I guess because you're saying women are not in their childbearing ages, could, but is it a certain race, a certain age type, like other diseases or not necessarily? Yeah. I'm glad you asked that, Shana, um, because it's important to know that gout likes to run with other common illnesses, and these are very common. So gout likes to run with diabetes. It likes to run with obesity. It likes to run with high blood pressure, meaning hypertension. And everybody knows people with those disorders. So if you have one or more of those disorders, you are at risk to get gout. And it's that kind of person who, when they're doing their, their normal, like their annual labs with their doctor or something like that, they should ask, can I check my uric acid level? It's a simple, inexpensive blood test. And if this is high, they need to be watching out for gout. Even if they've never had it, you've got to watch out for it. Okay. Wow, so that's a great explanation for those who may be at risk for other uh, diseases as well. Um, I have to ask this, and this may be a myth, and excuse me if it is, um, but I have heard that a lot of times people can be susceptible to gout if they have a diet that consists of a lot of sodium or salt. Is that a myth, Dr. Parker, or is that true? Well, um, part of it is a myth. So um, gout gout flare-ups are sensitive to diet. Now, it's true that diet alone is unlikely to be successful as a long-term managing gout. But patients, many patients figure out if they eat or drink certain things, it's a common trigger. And much more so, it's really not sodium. It's other things like alcohol in terms of drink or shelter or meat. Those things will really rise up the uric acid levels, and that is a trigger attack. We have not found salt to be... Um, modifying your acid levels very much. I've actually recently been evaluated and published. I see. Thank you for clearing up that. So part true and part false, and that's why we always highlight issues that matter to you here on Let's Talk America Radio. Dr. Parker, before you leave us, I have to ask this very important question, probably one of the most important questions of the segment. For those experiencing a chronic, uncontrolled gout, uh, what can they do to manage it? What's the solution to all of this? Yes, well, I'm glad you asked that because one of the other myths that we wanted to sell is we don't have very many tools in the toolbox. We're still dealing with things that are really old, and that's not true. There's all kinds of medications that are new and very helpful. So we want to get people to see a provider, especially rheumatologists who are experts in gout, and identify a strategy like Gary has done to get long-term success. And that can include both pills and for people with real extreme, as you mentioned, uncontrolled gout or refractory gout, we even have now IV medications available for people with gout. Now, the IV medication that we have is called Prospexa, and patients have to come into my office and get periodic infusions of this medicine for months, but not years, and then it really gets their uric acid under control, and then I can put them back on a pill for maintenance. Now, it's important to know that um, an IV medication may have very real side effects, uh, for instance, okay. severe allergic reaction. So you absolutely have to take that in the healthcare setting. It's important to note also that if you are interested in getting more information on Prospexa, go to Prospexa.com. That's K-R-Y-S-T-E-X-X-A.com. And it's also important to know that Gary and I, are, we have partnered with Horizon Pharmaceuticals, a company that shares our commitment to raising awareness on gout. 
Wow, I love that. And thank you for being on. Gary, I'm going to close with you. Maybe there's someone right now sitting in Sumter, South Carolina, and they're saying, I'm having these pains, but it may be gout, but I don't want to hear one more piece of bad health news. Maybe they're battling with type 2 diabetes and hypertension and already arthritis. What would be your advice to them? Hey, listen, I'm going to say that you're not alone. If you're suffering with gout, you don't have to feel ashamed. Uh, you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, you okay. know, go find a rheumatologist first and foremost. Yes. And secondly, learn a little bit more about the disease. Talk about gout openly. Find people that are okay. suffering with gout. Come together. I find that people talking together about this disease of strength and its okay. healing. Uh, we started a wow. uh, support group. It's called the Gout Support Group of America on Facebook. If you'd like to join us there and, and get support, uh, feel free to join. Uh, thank you for letting me share. Oh, thank you. The key word will close on support. Thank you, Dr. Parker and Gary, for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. Bold Favorite Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit BoldFavorMagazine.com or call 866-611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. And, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending topics that, hey, concern you and what matters more than, hey, your house and sprucing it up for this spring. Now, you may not realize how psychology, that's right, I said psychology and science, the S word, may affect your color choices for your painting project. And just in time for National Painting Week, of course, kicking off, our color psychologist, Dr. Sally Augustine, and Sue Wadden, Director of Color Marketing at Sherwin-Williams. Welcome, the two of you, to the program. Good to be with you. Hello there. Excited to have you on. Now, you're talking about something that many people get excited about, right? They want to change their color in their house, their condo, their apartment. They get really, really excited. Sally, what is color psychology, and what do we need to know about it? Well, color psychology applies science-based insights on how looking at particular colors on surfaces um, influences how people think and behave, you know, what their mood is, what, what their mindset is. And over the years, there's been a lot of research tying looking at particular shades to having certain sorts of experiences. And this year, um, Sherwin-Williams conducted the National Painting Week color psychology survey, and the data they collected adds to the richness of um, our understanding of people's relationship to colors. Um, uh, There's a lot of information about the findings available at SherwinWilliams.com. I'll share just a few with you now. Um, uh, uh, For example, um, 42% of Americans, um, that's among the, 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 the the people who answered the questions on the color psychology survey, 42% of Americans associate yellow with happiness. 
but you know there, there there's always some complexity as as it turns out um men um are twice as likely to um associate yellow with weakness as as women are so 35% of men associate yellow with weakness while 17% oh, wow. of of women do so Wow, that's very interesting. So that that's a concept for you. So, and I also I'm imagining there are stereotypes that go with certain colors. I mean, I, you know, there's past myths that people say where if it's black or darker colors that maybe it's doom or gloom. But how true is that as a psychologist? Well, as as it turns out, um, the saturation and brightness of colors influence um, how they influence uh, you um, psychologically. So if you have a, a color that's not very saturated but relatively bright, say a sage green with lots of white mixed into it. Well, seeing that kind of color um, is, is, is relaxing. And, and, and greens have also been shown to um, uh, enhance um, uh, creative thinking. So um, there's lots of uh, valuable research out there that people can apply. Wow, interesting information. I have to turn my sights to you, Sue, with everything that Dr. shared with us, eye-opening, innovative. Help to someone right now sitting in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. They're saying, I want to spruce up my home, but I want to make sure it's the right color. And you know this, Sue, a color that I can pick today, but I won't regret six months later. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're loving the findings um, that Sally's bringing forth on the psychology side, but we find that it's probably a, just a little bit um, instinctive. Um, you know, say you're working on a bedroom project, you're probably not going to want to select a color that's super energetic because you want a calm, restive space. Um, but if you're working on a kitchen or a living space, you can get a little more active in your color choices. You can go warmer. You can get a little more daring with your color choices because that's a, an area of the home where you want to be engaged. You have people over or you're, you know, having dinner with your family. That's an active zone of the house. So I think the psychology is a, is a great tie-in. Um, but it's also an emotional connection to color. So we oftentimes talk about how important um, bringing in things that you love, color that you love into your home because there is that tie-in. So whether it's, you know, a palette um, from your favorite photo from the best trip of your life, your honeymoon, or um, your favorite couch has this gorgeous pillow, you want to pull those colors in. So, again, that emotional connection to color um, in balance with the psychology piece makes for a really good color selection process. Now, we know this with anything. There tends to be trends and, and things that last now. They're not in next year. Are there any trends in color for this season? Absolutely. So um, you mentioned black, which was a great um, color to bring up because based on some of our findings results, we've seen that um, younger generations love black, and they have a really strong association with that color, yes. in particular millennials. So, I mean, it's great that you brought that up. But... Let's talk about neutrals for a second. Grays are um, super popular. Everybody loves gray kitchens, gray rooms. Um, but we're seeing in the trend world a shifting. So warmer neutrals, creams and, and khakis and sort of um, taupes and warmer undertone neutrals are gaining uh, momentum again. So that's a good trend to watch as well as rich, deep colors. Um, again, black, charcoals, navy blues, sort of rich, um, um, really saturated colors with a lot of depth are um, showing up in kitchens and on islands and in unexpected, unexpected places that we haven't really seen um, because everybody loves white kitchens right now. Um, so it's an interesting trend to watch, and, you know, you'll start to see it on your, um, your favorite websites or your favorite um, inspiration sites as well. 
I have to ask this. Is there a right or wrong color? I mean, I know trends come and go, and I know you have real estate experts that will say, well, you don't want to do anything too trendy because then you have to change it all around when you're trying to sell your house for someone else to be interested in buying. Is there a right or wrong? You want to answer that? Yeah, um, I think when you're um, selecting um, colors for areas of your home, you have to think about what you want to accomplish in a space, like, um, you know, do you, do you want to be more rested, whatever. Um, you know, and then you can apply um, different research findings, like um, uh, we've learned that seeing greens um, uh, makes people think more creatively, so greens can be good choices for home offices or, um, you know, if you're writing a novel for the, um, for, 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 you know, for um, the place that, that, that you're working. Um, we also know things like... Um, uh, when people are in spaces um, with warm colors, um, they get about, get along better with each other. So, you know, if if you want to um, create a family room where people have a great time hanging out, you know, use warm colors. You can think of warm colors, warm people. And it's interesting um, that you, you mentioned um, selling a home. Um, worldwide, um, when you ask people what their favorite color is, they're more likely to tell you that it's blue than any, any other color. So um, if you're getting a home ready to sell, um, work on lots of um, blues into the interior so um, you make it um, that much more appealing to the, the people who are home shopping. I love it. And I have to ask this because I have a few friends like this. What about the eclectic in our lives? I mean, I know we talked about certain color schemes. You said black and charcoal, especially for the millennials. But what about that Generation Xer who loves mixing colors? I have to ask both of you in, in closing, Dr. does that say anything about their personality specifically? And Sue, hey, I mean, is that still a cool thing to do? It is. So we found that um, older generations, right, I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer, um, they're they're willing to take risks with color, and I think that plays into sort of that eclectic balance. You know, we've lived um, and seen a lot of trends come and go, and so um, there are things that you just like, and so you bring them in, but you fuse them with newer trends and different information, and it kind of ties it all together, um, which is a great way to look at color um, and and see it visually. You know, seeing it visually is an important way to not make a mistake. We talked a little bit about um, having the confidence to make the right selection. So sometimes just looking at a visualizer tool, being able to upload your own yeah. photo of your space and kind of manipulate the color that way is a really effective way to kind of narrow down the right choices. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if you've tried it. Sean Williams has this great app. It's called Color Snap. It's super easy to use. Oh, wow. It's really fun. But it allows you to kind of do that um, tweaking in the comfort of your own home, which is really valuable. I love that. Well, that works out perfectly, and many people love their homes. What better way to show that love by expressing their favorite colors? Where can our national and international listeners go for more information? Um, absolutely, our website. So SherwinWilliams.com has um, got loads of information on color, color trends, our color psychology findings. Um, you can get information there. How to find a paint store, um, you know, product information, project information. So there's a wealth of um, knowledge there, as well as links to our visualizer tool, which is um, just really, I, I can't say enough about it. It's great. I love it. Happy paint week, ladies. Um, and one more thing, just while I've got you. Um, sure. It's spring. It's a great time to paint. 30% off all paint and stain during National Painting Week. So um, it's, time, oh, it's, wow. it's time to repaint. And I should have asked that because it's nothing like a budget conscious. So any discount help. Exactly. It does help. Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies. Have a great paint week. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs>
You're listening to the Left Like a Radio. Stay tuned, man. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those issues and topics that concern you and what matters more than, hey, where you live. High rental occupancy and historically low home ownership is the latest housing trend across the U.S. And recent reports show there could be as many as 7 million additional rental households this decade alone. Now, the boom in renters not only helps the local economy from many's perspective, but it also is a growing source of new jobs for some. Here to talk about the trend that shows no sign of slowing down, as far as she can see, is the one and only Stephanie Perrier-Helling. She's president of the National Apartment Association Education Institute and senior director at Graystar, the largest apartment management firm in the U.S. Stephanie, you're a busy lady. Welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for having me, Shana. I appreciate being here. Well, we're excited to have you on. Now, we're talking about residency. We've covered home ownership, but as I mentioned at the top of the segment, there are statistics showing that slowing down. People are opting to rent more. Tell me this. What's behind the trend of the growing number of renters? Because you know there's someone from the baby boomer generation listening saying, but I thought the dream, the American dream, was to purchase your own home and get that mortgage. Absolutely. You know, there are really two driving forces behind this growing trend. And as we all remember, number one, the housing crisis did challenge the American dream, so much so that 11 million more people rent today than just a decade ago, which is huge. Um, Number two, people's desires for the way they want to live is changing. We're seeing all types of people, baby boomers, millennials, empty nesters who are choosing apartment home living as a lifestyle choice. And they're doing so because they want to have more work-life balance. So um, many of them want to be closer to work. But in addition to that, people want to be closer to leisure activities and have better walkability to restaurants, retail, and entertainment. And people are also looking for a more worry-free lifestyle. So maintenance-free living is very attractive. Um, In addition to concierge services such as package delivery, valet trash pickup, and dry cleaning. And a lot of the communities include things such as 24-hour fitness centers and personal trainers that rival some of the best private gyms out there. Wow. And, and I'm thinking, I'm a Generation Xer, and, and like you said, it's all generations that are um, opting to rent, some of them certainly. But I'm thinking, well, with renting, I guess also if you're more transient or you're more apt to say, I'm not sure that I want to leave here for the rest of my life, because I've seen some statistics that say millennials tend to say they're not quite sure if they're going to end up in Manhattan or Birmingham or Miami. So maybe would renting be an option for them, ideally then? Absolutely. We're seeing a lot of millennials choose that option, but I'm an exer like you. And, you know, I lived and worked downtown when I was a college student at the University of Texas, and I absolutely loved it. And now I'm in suburbia, but I will be an empty nester um, in about a decade, a little less than that. And I'm I'm actually considering selling my home and moving, you know, downtown again, because it's such a great opportunity. And in today's market, there are so many amazing apartment communities, um, that are pretty cool. So I'm a little jealous of the people that get to do that today, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, and I definitely will say this. We've had individuals that have come on who've advocated home ownership, but I will say the responsible thing, and I'm sure you would agree, is that home ownership is not for everybody, and I guess renting may not always be ideal for people with fear. I guess they have to understand what best works for their lifestyle and their budget, right? Right. I mean, I've done both, right? So I've been a renter. Um, I'm a homeowner now. And, um, you know, renting, again, seems very attractive to me. But absolutely, it's a personal choice. 
Um, but we are seeing a lot of people making that personal choice to rent um, because of the lifestyle options available, and they don't want to have to mow the lawn or um, do all of those maintenance things. And you know, they're getting their weekend back to have fun and live life, and um, you know, take advantage of all of the opportunities that are available when you um, live and work um, in a close proximity to things. Certainly, some ideal options there. Now, tell me this, Stephanie: How does this apartment boom? How does it really impact the economy and jobs? Yeah, so apartment communities um, and their 38 million residents contribute $1.3 trillion annually to the U.S. economy, which means that there are more than 12 million jobs in management, um, construction, operations, leasing, and maintenance. And the U.S. Department of Labor estimates that 11,000 new property management jobs are created every year, which is incredible. Wow, so that's a lot. So let's talk about more of those career opportunities for someone, maybe they're millennial, Generation X, or a baby boomer uh, looking to maybe get in the industry. Any advice? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's really never been a better time to start a career in the apartment industry because there are great opportunities nationally. Um, and I actually refer to it as the best kept secret because when I talk to people about opportunities in the industry, um, they're usually surprised to learn um, that careers in this industry offer higher than average salaries uh, compared to other industries. There are great benefits, opportunities for advancement, and it's a great teamwork environment. And, you know, there's no college degree required necessarily. So um, it's a great option for people who are looking to change their career, uh, for military spouses and veterans. But we also, um, while a college degree is not required, we partner with 41 universities and community colleges nationally who offer some sort of program in residential property management or apartment maintenance. So there's really a lot of opportunity available for all different types of people. And I can only imagine, Stephanie, as uh, we go into the future, those options will continue to grow, and there's room for career growth as well, right? There's great room for career growth. And, you know, I started out in the industry when I was a college student, you know, 25 years ago, um, thinking, oh, that'll be a fun job while I'm in college, and I've held multiple roles um, And here I am 25 years later, and and I have a great career. You know, I'd like to also point out that Forbes ranked property managers the second out of the 20 most satisfying jobs in America. So people are really happy in this industry as well. Um, I'd love to tell... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's huge. So you've got a great job opportunity, great opportunity for growth, competitive salaries, and people are really happy. What more could you want? That makes perfect sense. And before you leave us, where can our national and international listeners go for more information? We'd love for them to visit rpmcareers.org, which stands for Residential Property Management, uh, rpmcareers.org. And on our website, uh, job seekers will be able to be matched with available job opportunities, um, receive free on-the-job training, which can lead to a full-time position within the industry. And I'm sure this works for someone sitting in San Jose or Columbia, South Carolina, right? Absolutely. So please visit rpmcareers.org today. I love it. Stephanie, congratulations on your success and all of the great things happening in your industry. Thank you, Shana. Glad to be here today. Have a great day. Thank you. This is Lenita Mitchell-Blackwell, editor-in-chief of Bill Saber Magazine, and you are listening to Let's Talk America with Hope.
Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, did you know it's National Women's Health Week, a nationwide initiative uniting communities and government and health organizations to promote the importance of female well-being. And what better week to celebrate immediately following Mother's Day. Well, joining us tonight with some great tips and must-haves to do just in time is Women's Health Magazine's Jen Ader. Jen, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Oh, excited to have you on. Now, we just celebrated moms and women all over the world who have influenced and impacted their families. So what a great time to put the spotlight on health for women. So tell us more about what's going on with Women's Health Week and what your uh, magazine is doing. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's a great time to be doing it. And Women's Health and Rite Aid have teamed up to show women nationwide how easy it is to incorporate little moments of mindfulness into their everyday everyday routine. We're all busy. We're all really stressed. But simply shifting gears to concentrate on the present moment has so many proven health benefits from reducing stress and anxiety to lowering blood pressure. So we've got a bunch of different ways that you can kind of slow down from morning to night and fit in more of those moments of mindfulness. Wow. I mean, that's you're, you're speaking the language that so many women want to hear. But, Jen, you know someone's going to say, well, Jen, I've got one or several kids. I'm running them back and forth to school, homework, and not to mention a lot of women work outside of the home. But you're saying we still have to find that time, right? Exactly. So it's not about carving out extra time, but making the okay. most of the things that you're going to be doing throughout the day. So, for example, you're starting the day with a shower in the morning. Most yeah. of us just are kind of mindlessly rushing through it. Instead of doing that, set a timer for 10 minutes. Give yourself those 10 minutes in the shower to really relax and ease into the day. And even as little things as, like, when you're shaving, we we love the Venus Embrace Razor. It gives you that super close shave, makes you feel extra confident. When you're shampooing your hair and conditioning, we recommend the Pantene Pro-V Moisture Renewal. It actually will help lock in the moisture and erase the damage of 100 blow dries. But little things like that, you're, you're kind of letting yourself um, feel pampered for those 10 minutes, which is going to start you off on a foot of feeling more confident and more um, and happier when you're starting your morning. Oh, what a concept, Jen. So you're saying, you're right, you're saying we can't create more time in the day. You get that, so you're being realistic. But mm-hmm. you're saying when we do have the time in the restroom, perhaps, or in the shower, um, just really take the time to really pamper ourselves. So what you described almost sounds like a mini day spa, but just for 10 minutes, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and when you, I love and when it. You think and about I'm sure it many like of that. the women listening do. Yeah, when you think about it like that, all of a sudden it becomes, it feels that way, right? So rather than it just feeling like an extra chore, it feels like you're pampering yourself and having a little day spot, even if it's only for 10 minutes. Yeah, and every little bit helps you. You certainly put a a focus on that. I have to ask you this. I mean, any tips on how perhaps moms or women all over the world can get some exercise or physical activity in the midst of this? Because I'm sure that's important from your perspective as well about a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I think, you know, getting physical activity, again, not thinking about it as, oh, I've got to get to the gym for an hour or I, you know, have to sit in this, you know, big, long effort, but doing the little things. So starting off your day and just walking more often or um, trying to do even repetitive motions that we think of as tedious chores, wiping down the counters or sweeping and swiffering, you know, your floors. Things like that can be activity. So trying to do more of that all-day activity and not necessarily thinking of it so black and white as exercise or not exercise. 
um, those type of activities have shown to have a lot of really amazing health benefits. I love that. I mean, and I'm just thinking, I mean, if we're wiping down counters or anything, it may be building up muscle tone as well. So we can exactly. get those arms for the summer, right? Exactly. <laughs> Put a little extra, a little arm power into it, get them extra clean. <laughs> I love that concept because you're saying we can make it healthy and fun without really thinking about it. Any other tips, Jen, before you leave us to keep us healthy, recognizing this very important momentum going on National Women's Health Week? Yeah, I think one of the big ones is addressing stress. So you're not ever going to be able to remove stress completely from your okay. life, but knowing how to, what to do about it. So I think one of the easiest ways to manage stress is forcing yourself to take stress breaks throughout the day. So it can be as simple as start making a habit to brush your teeth after lunch, wherever you are. If you're at the office, if you're at home with your kids, that two minutes can can absolutely change your whole day because it lets you kind of break away from whatever's stressing you out. We always like the um, Crest 3D white toothpaste. It also gives you that bright white smile so then you feel extra confident as you're walking back into whatever part of your day you're in. But, you know, forcing yourself to kind of stop you know, and pull back from whatever is stressing you out is a great way to just reset and kind of redirect your day into a more positive place. I love that. So you're saying, again, and I keep harping on this because you're saying we know we can't make extra time for the little things we do, and you're right, even getting away for two to three minutes to brush our teeth, it's the healthy thing to do as well, and it gives you a little break, whatever going on in the cubicle or if you're uh, working in an education environment, just to get away and just your me time. I have a great friend, Jen, she always says it's mommy me time out time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, and we all need that, whether you're a mommy or not. We all need those time out. Except we deserve it if we're being naughty or nice, right, but for time yeah, out time. Exactly. Then where can we go for more information about everything you discussed tonight? Yeah, we've got all of these tips and so much more at womenshealthmag.com slash agewell. I love it. Thank you, Jenny. May we all be healthy, women and men and the kids, right? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks. Hi, this is College Senior at the College of Worcester, Brenda Core, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio with Shana Thornton. Hi there, everyone. Well, that's a wrap for tonight's segment of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show. Remember, each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, we offer a balanced news talk for every single member of your household, regardless of generation. We believe that everyone has the right to be informed, and certainly we do that in a very objective and professional way. Well, everyone, you know we love talk that inspires, and we also love phenomenal music that moves us. And tonight I'm so excited to present the music of the one and only Florida-based rapper Terry V. And this track happens to be one of her most popular hits. It's titled Holy Girl Rock. Well, everyone, thanks for all of the independent artist submissions and also those submissions for artists who are signed to mid-size and large labels. We certainly appreciate it. If you ever want to get in contact with LTA Radio, again, simply email us at admin at ltaradio.com. That's A-D E-M-I-N at LTARadio.com. And please don't forget to check out our newly designed, you're going to love it, website, LTARadio.com, LTARadio.com. Remember, we keep 
the conversation going even after this episode ends. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show is an entity of Patchett and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. Views of the guests are their own. They do not reflect those of the staff or production team of Let's Talk America Radio. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com. Yeah, it's for my holy, holy girls. Uh-huh. Let go. Holy girls rock. Holy, holy girls rock. Yeah, holy girls rock. Holy, holy girls rock. Yeah, holy girls rock. Holy, holy girls rock. Hats off. I salute ya. Girl, you got to lose ya. You live in holy, holy. You got that holy girl. Okay, you live in holy, holy. For Christ to do the okay, okay. You live in holy, holy. You got that holy girl. Just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.